Welcome back to the two guys named Christian. I know that hurt. Somebody else just did Chris Dibbs thing during a commercial. Break. Well, now I'm I've, <laughs> I, I'm walking in Chris Kelly's shoes because for the past couple of days he's been saying someone else has been doing a commercial that you've been doing and doing it better. And when when someone else does it and does it better, it, it hurts your feelings. Yeah, it hurts. That really. Does. I feel like you know, I, it, it dings our egos. I think to myself, have I lost a step? Impossible. Have I lost a step? No way. <laughs> I've, I, put what that I, out of your mind right, what, I, what else could it be i pride myself on keeping my edge you know that biggie all i want to do is keep my edge mm. i tell you what my daughter said to me the other night no one cares if you keep your edge i said yeah <laughs> said it out like that Set it out like that well it was at a it was at the um oh, at age 15 she got a lip on her but she uh, i know what it was my wife i didn't have anything to drink at the super bowl party uh, that we had, that we hosted. I, somebody offered me a beer. I said no. My wife said, you wouldn't even have a beer at the Super Bowl party. I said, I wanted to keep my edge. My daughter said, yeah. Dad, no one cares if you keep your edge. <laughs> I'm glad she's hitting teenage honesty years because it's going to – Yeah. yeah. I, you know, a lot of times people will say daughters and mothers will clash during teenage years. I've seen it. I'm sure you have. <laughs> but I also think it's going to ruin a lot of stuff for you. It's possible. Yeah. Like this, I think, because the sweet, innocent side is going to be replaced with the teenage honest side of right. – it that. happens. Yeah. You know, you get through it for the most most people do, yeah. but the storm is coming. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's brewing now. You can see it. And my wife has told me, you, you don't need to keep your edge. A woman told me yesterday, we were talking about teenage kids, and she told me that when she was a teenager, like 17 or 18, she would, you know, she and her mother would have a fight every other day, and she would slam the bedroom door, you know, and, and that was her thing. Like she said, we had an older house. And the doors were really well made and thick and wood, and I would just oh, slam yeah. it. So, you know, slam it. Satisfying slam. So one day she came home, and her mother had removed the doors. <laughs> I love stuff like that. From her room. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, "What do you? Yeah. Why do you do that?" She's like, "I'm sick of hearing the doors slam." <laughs> so she had taken the door off its hinges and put it out in the shed. Love it, Jesus. <laughs> I love stuff like that. That's parenting. Yeah. That's mm. parenting. I don't do it. I wouldn't do it. I, my mom used to say that it happened, I think with all of us, because, you know, I have two younger brothers, mm. and she said each one of us, basically when we hit 14 high school, uh, that's when we started storming up the stairs and slamming doors. Yeah, that's a thing. Each one of us. I slammed a lot of doors when I was oh, yeah. a teenager. Yeah. And, you know, looking back now, it is, I guess, especially guys, your brain doesn't develop to all the way no. to 25 or whatever it is. And I do believe that. Yeah, I've never been one. You know me and like mental health. You know how I am with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I was scared to slam. Doors. I'll always say about mental health. Oh, you, you, know, don't, you don't believe it's a thing. Well, I mean, I'm starting to come around to it. I'm starting to come yeah. around to it. And uh, but for a long time, I was like, people would say, "Well, your brain doesn't develop till 25." I'm like, "Come on, really?" I think that's true now. As you look mm-hmm. back, I think that's as probably. your son grows. Yeah, I, I want to blame it. On, at least let me blame it on that. Sure. You know, at least let me say his cerebral cortex is still it's not formed. Well, back from the front <laughs> of his head is what I would the say. Mm-hmm. Time where your mental health uh, stuff. Still Still, I see it come through as when somebody, anybody around here or somebody calls about it, says something like, I just needed to take a me day from work. So you're doing it now. That's where where I wish the cameras were still on. (laughs) Because you can't see it, but physically, it's anytime somebody says like, you know, I just needed a me day. (laughs) I just needed a mental health day. You can't. You you physically. It's like watching somebody get bit by a zombie and turn. (laughs) I just, I just, yes, I recoil from that. I recoil Mm -hmm. from it. I, I saw a woman on TV one time talking about, oh, I just needed a me day. And her boss was like, oh, take the whole week. And I said, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Take your me day on mm-hmm. Saturday. You know, Saturday you're off. Go take a me yeah. day. Do whatever you want. 
I'm sorry, that's too much. A lot of people work Saturdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a day off. You have you usually within six or seven days. You can get it. There's your me day. Go take it for yourself. All right. If it's Tuesday, you have off. Go take Tuesday yeah. as a me day. Mm. You know how I do. <laughs> Prickish, mm. prickish. There's a, a what an hour for the yeah. prick. Okay, the prick is out. <laughs> I took my prick out. Hundred percent right. There's a guy on uh, TikTok who does like different uh, how different generations uh, mm. react to things. Yes, I'd love to see him do the uh, me day because <laughs> he always starts with like the, the latest one. He's like checking into a hotel. It's mm. like baby boomers checking into a hotel. You know, yeah. can I have your name? I will not share any of my personal information. <laughs> what do you need? I know you're going to scan. And then it's you know, yeah. Gen Zers is like, why isn't my room ready? I want something for free. Uh-huh. Millennials is like. I uh, I'm sorry. I'm even here to bug you. Right. Yeah. I don't even need a room. I'll sleep in a closet. It's <laughs> I hope your mental health as well. Oh my god, that's exactly how yeah, it is. He's great. He, I'd love to see him do that. I'll tell you this though. There's a stat. This is turning me a little bit on mental health. Uh, and Chris Tim saw this article too. This is like sort of America inside the numbers. And I think this goes to mental health. Forty-two percent of people know someone who has died of a drug overdose. Who has <laughs> li- Wow. Mm-hmm. 42, that's almost half mm-hmm. of people know someone who has died of a drug overdose. That's what a problem we have, fentanyl mm-hmm. and all the rest, you know. It's like, yeah. my God. When you read that number, that's staggering when you see something It like really that. is. That was one that caught me, and it's like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you we probably heard of someone who's done it. Well, we had a P1 listener who was a caller on this show who was True. phenomenal, and he died of a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. And You're it right. Was, it was crushing. It was good. Yeah. Never, never. I met him once, but it was still, it was like, God, that's yeah. a crushing blow. He was such a great guy, and I didn't know that he had any issue at all. So many people don't know. You know, it's just regular that's the folks. the thing. You just never know. That, and when B.B. Uh, Shea and you had to tell me about this, when Elmo went on to Twitter and said, hey, how's everybody doing? And like 10 million people went, not good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it's rough out here, Elmo. <laughs> that one got me. I thought, am I wrong? Am I reading this whole mental mm-hmm. health thing yes. wrong? You're in the gated communities. Mm-hmm. I don't want to comment. You're, you know, swinging with the country club set. I'm going to comment on that. Uh, we're over, Not good, Elmo. We're over on Prig Acres over here. Yeah. It's gated. <laughs> All right, it's gated. Priggish Farms. But we're in Priggish Farms. But when Elmo says, uh, how is everybody doing with a big smiley face and 10 million people say, we're awful. We are mm. crushed out here. Yeah. Our mental stability ain't great. Terrible. And then so much so that Elmo has to go on to television and say, really sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know. And what happens there? Here comes Boomer Larry David. <laughs> punches him. Swatted punch him. Punches yeah. him right in the face. Yeah. Are you having a bad day? Right. And bam. <laughs> and then young Will Wheaton says... That triggered me yeah, when you yeah. touch it. This is how we are now. And so I thought to myself, mm, I may be wrong on this mental health thing. This mm-hmm. mental health, it might be getting at me. Yeah. I guess the other day on a best of hour of this program, we were talking about police officers. And somebody mentioned that when they pull a car over, did you all know this? They they touch the trunk of the car. I've always heard that. I wasn't sure if it was true or not. That's just one of those things you hear. A P1 says, I'm a trooper. We always touch the trunk of the car for a couple of reasons. One, you never know. Somebody could be in the trunk waiting to jump you. We'll make sure the trunk is closed hmm. and and locked, and so you just touch it on the way. Two, if the guy speeds away or commits a crime and harms me, my fingerprints are on that car, and it it links me to that vehicle. Never had any mm-hmm. idea. That's a really interesting thing, hmm. that that's what they do. So when they walk up behind it, knowing that I mean, that's a dangerous situation, any cop that does that, you never know what you're walking into. No. Somebody could be high, mm-hmm. drunk, with a gun. But if this gets out, criminals will start getting chamois out, and you know after they're after they're done, that's mm-hmm. just wipe down the, the trunk. trunk. So I shouldn't have said that. 
Look at just me. Gave it away. I am the worst. Broadcast. Gave away the bag. I just gave away the bag. I've been. I, I, I'm. Get, that's what my son always. What says. an hour. What? <laughs> You've had a real roller coaster. <laughs> Prigged up a couple of times. Yeah. Big time. Big time criticizer. Slam the mental health industry. And now I'm giving away all cop secrets. I'm sure every cop's like, shut, the, shut hey, up. Hey, hey, hey. What's this idiot doing? <laughs> Saying this. Moronic. <laughs>